0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The Private Writings of the Saint of Calcutta, Chapter 2, Something Very Beautiful for Jesus the private vow of folly of love. Ask Jesus not to allow me to refuse him anything, however small. I would rather die. Mother Teresa. Section one. This is what hides everything in me. In the years following her final profession, Mother Teresa's passionate love for Jesus continued to prompt her to seek new and hidden ways of expressing her love. The most striking of these was an exceptional private vow she made in April 1942. I made a vow to God, binding under pain of mortal sin, to give to God anything that he might ask, not to refuse him anything. God had been kindling in her an ever greater intensity of love that moved her to make this magnanimous offering. Only later did she explain the reason for it. I wanted to give God something very beautiful and without reserve. This vow, truly a folly of love, expressed Mother Teresa's desire to drink the chalice to the last drop, as she resolved to say yes to God in all circumstances. This private vow was one of Mother Teresa's greatest secrets. No one except her confessor, whose guidance and permission she sought in this matter, knew about it. Well acquainted with the depth of her spiritual life, he concluded that her daring request to bind herself in this way was not based on mere whim, nor aimed at a dangerous or impossible ideal. It was rather built on her notable fidelity to commitments and already well established habit of always seeking to do what was most pleasing to God. That her confessor granted her permission for her to undertake such an obligation confirms his confidence in her human and spiritual maturity. When Mother Teresa finally referred to her special vow 17 years later, she revealed its significance. This is what hides everything in me. The vow was indeed hiding the depth of her love for God, which motivated all her actions, especially her unconditional surrender to his will. Her encounter with the immensity of his love called for her response, as she would later explain. Why must we give ourselves fully to God? Because God has given himself to us. If God who owes nothing to us is ready to impart to us no less than himself, shall we answer with just a fraction of ourselves? To give ourselves fully to God is a means of receiving God himself. I for God and God for me. I live for God and give up my own self. And in this way, induce God to live for me. Therefore, to possess God, we must allow him to possess our soul. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. O Sacred Heart of Jesus, Teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. How has God given himself to us? Well, first of all, he gave himself to us in creation. He gave us a share in his own existence. He gives himself to us in allowing us to know him and to love him. He gave himself to us when he taught the human race about what he wanted, when he speaks to us through our conscience. He gave himself to us when he called Abraham to be the father of his new people. And he gave them a wise law through Moses. He gave himself to humanity through the prophets. In many and various ways, he spoke to us. But in these last days, St. Paul says, he spoke to us through his son. God gave himself to us ultimately in his son. And in giving us his son, The Father has nothing else he can give, nothing greater than he can give. For in his Son, his eternal word, God spoke eternally everything he can say. In sending his Son among us and giving his Son to us, as a man, God the Father has spoken everything he can speak. In his son's life, and above all, in his son's death and resurrection and ascension, God tells us everything and gives himself to us. And by his son's death and resurrection and ascension, God has opened up the way for us to enter into divine intimacy. Now God the Father, through his son, gives himself to us. And the Father and the Son give the Holy Spirit to us. And so the Holy Trinity, the inner mystery of God, has not only been made known to us, but the three divine persons have been given to us. They've given themselves to us. We can share in the very life, the very relations within the Trinity, we can call God our Father with and in Jesus Christ the Son. The Holy Spirit dwells in our hearts. We have constant contact with Him. We can rely on Him for all of our needs. And then God gives Himself to us through the church, above all through her sacraments. So it's not only a matter of faith, it's a matter of Visible, sensible means by which God guarantees to pour forth his divine life into us through baptism and confession, especially in the Eucharist. Here in the Eucharist, we have Christ, the Son of God present, body, blood, soul, and divinity. In all these ways, God is with us. He's for us. He's on our side. There's nothing that God has not given us. And so Mother Teresa, understanding this, wanted to give him back herself. And it's not only in this general way, in this public way that he's given himself. Each one of us has been called. Each one of us has been saved. This gift of God to us is very particular. God would have done everything he did just for me and just for you. Jesus Christ loved me, St. Paul said, and gave himself up for me. Jesus Christ would have given himself up for you and for me. And Mother Teresa understood not only this great plan of God, but the particular way it's been showing forth in her life. And so she wanted to continually give back to God. And that's what we're trying to do during Lent. We're trying to give Jesus Christ something. We're trying to offer ourselves to him. We're trying to give him whatever it is that's holding us back from divine intimacy. We're trying to give him back love and obedience. And Mother Teresa reached this high, incredible state in which she so much wanted to love Jesus that she promised him something radical. That she would give him whatever she he asked. She didn't want to refuse him anything. The smallest inspiration. The smallest invitation. She wanted to fulfill. She wanted to give him something very beautiful. And she promised to God that if she knew he wanted anything, however small, she would bind herself to do it under pain of mortal sin. This is an incredible offering. She wanted everything that God asked of her to be done. And she wanted it so badly that she promised to him that she would consider the smallest request on the same level as the Ten Commandments, grave matter, serious things. Because love is in the details. Love wants to do the will of the one we love. And the more we love God, the more we want to do everything he asks. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.